see momentarily. And they didn't receive that. So, so, so but, but to, why did you why did you tell them that today is election day? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm gonna poke wow. your ass out, motherfucker. <laughs> well, initially, initially, um, I feel like I have to express that my husband is brown because my children are light, and I'm whiter than them. So we all get treated differently when we're together, when we're separated, when they're with me, and when they're with him. They definitely see the injustice that my husband has to deal with on a on a on a daily basis. And um, you know, Alana being of a bit of color, and then Maymay being a little lighter, um, they need to understand that you know what at the end of the day, you're you may not necessarily be a black girl, um, but you have you you are Latina and you got brown skin. And people may pass judgment, but just because of how you look, you know? And I feel that every time, um, like I said, my husband, it's ridiculous how they see them. Um, so today I'm like, well, how are you going to act funny? First of all, we voting, you know, you, you, is it because he was brown and she was very like, oh, oh no, no, we would never do that. But I, let me let you know the situation. Let me know, you, let me give you the scenery to what, and the picture as to what happened. Hello, hi, Absolute I Am. Welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar Podcast. Uh, today's episode was uh, was was pretty good. Um, we recorded this on Election Day, and um, we touched a little bit about election uh, without giving our opinion. And uh, we talked about racism and talked about you know how we can fix this country. Um, just a little disclaimer, um, you know, the opinions and views of either one of us, Kunga, Dirty, myself, are just of the show. Uh, we don't promote any violence, any hate, or anything negative. Um, you know, we just are talking our shit, basically, you know, just speaking our truths and, and, and the things that happen in our reality. So I hope you guys really enjoy the show. Any criticism, you know, you guys can find me on Instagram at absolute underscore I am. Um, or on the show, it's uh, the dot Nebuchadnezzar dot podcast. Um, or even on Anchor, you can leave us a message if you like. Um, I know a lot of you guys have just been giving your feedback uh, directly on my DM, and I appreciate that. Um, this episode was not supposed to come out today, um, but Dirty felt that we should push it because next week it wouldn't even matter. But um, just some uh, some news, I will be taking maybe some time off to heal. Um, got a little bit of back surgery coming up, so uh, I will need... A few weeks to to get my legs and a few months to heal but i don't think i'm gonna stop recording but um thank you guys for your support and your love always and with that i really hope you guys enjoy the show so i'm only watching cnn to distinguish if i have to go to work tomorrow um you may or may not know but they're boarding up all the stores so they got radio city music uh center city hall whatever 
plywood all over the window. Plywood. I thought they had those slidey things. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, yeah, what, what happened to that? I mean, I would think that that will be more secure and as a one to like push people away. Like you're not going to get through here. I mean, the, the plywood, I mean, I could take an axe and start chipping away at that. But it is flammable. Instead of anything, and, you're just giving them exactly. something to on fire with. So yesterday when I went to work, it started out with um, the bank. I forgot the name of the bank. It's like not a very popular bank. It's not like Wells Fargo or anything like that. It's a different kind of bank. Um, hold up. I got to. Woo. Excuse me. Um, thank you. And um, I noticed they it was all boarded up. I was like, oh, we're going back to that again. Because I didn't see this uh, until spring of like may or something where we had the black lives matter uh protesting mm -hmm. thing happening um so i was like oh we're, we're back at this again so um i was like all right i guess things are gonna get real let's see i mean who's gonna who's gonna protest who, who are we gonna have that's gonna be a little bit butthurt that trump didn't win are those the protesters we worry about the people who are voting for trump and don't get trump as a president we're gonna burn the city down I don't, I don't know. I mean, if, what if he? I mean, I think it it goes both ways. I mean, if Trump wins, you're gonna have a bunch of people burning shit down, and Trump doesn't win, you're just gonna, you know. I think what they're really worried about, honestly, is that I don't think the, the Trump supporters aren't the burning down type. They're yeah. more the let's start a civil war type because they're the ones with all the guns. So uh, yeah. So he could easily start a coup. You know what I mean? Like with the amount of people he's got following him, and and actually like lead an army. Do I think that's gonna happen? I don't know. I don't. I doubt it. But you never fucking know where this shit has happened in this on this planet. You know, it's not gonna happen. I mean, look, we're not even gonna know who the hell the president's gonna be today. We might have an idea who yeah. might be president, but we don't know for sure because the end of the week, right? It's gonna take at least a week it's, from the. It's gonna take probably longer than that. And I, they're gonna I, fight about it too. You know, once they get yeah. the numbers, they're gonna like, recount it. You know, recount. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to have people there looking at you guys counting these ballots. Um, Republicans crazy. can't count. <laughs> it's crazy. It's 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 a you know this is the first of my generation going through these things. You know, thank you, Mr. Trump, for all of this this madness. And listen, my wife hates when I say this, and I'm gonna say it again. First of all, I don't care who the president is. Um, and if you don't like Trump, you should love Trump. Just love him. Love him like I love him. I love Trump. I don't support him, but I love watching him on TV because it's just like, it's so funny to me. I, I find it hysterical. Like, I don't find his, I don't find funny. What I don't find funny is how this man exudes so much hate so much hate he has and yeah you could say he's not a racist and he doesn't hate anybody he says it no but it's his actions he's a classist yeah it's his actions that make me think different but you know like i said it's been a great four years the finale's tonight hey, it, looks last... like, it looks like having george bush back in again you know like george bush part two mm. you know without all the funny antics because i mean george bush was way way funnier he, he was funnier <laughs> like a like a Benny Hill kind of funny. You he know what I'm saying? Either. He lied right to your face and he told the truth and he just laughed at you like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they got chemical, you know, weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> we're we're going to blow up Iraq. <laughs> Why? 
they have nothing to do with 9-11 but fuck it <laughs> we're gonna use it as an excuse <laughs> this, is, this is the second time i heard uh, weapons of mass destruction in a week and i had a conversation with one of my uh my good jewish friends at the job and we were talking about election and stuff he's a trump supporter i mean you know because it, it suits him right because he makes a lot of money well, you want to know why the Jews are all a lot of Jews are supporting Trump is because Trump is the one that's funding and and getting the third temple built in Israel. He's been helping kick the Israel the the Palestinians out of Israel with with Israel. He's a he's a Zionist, and that's what people don't realize. That's why I laugh when they're all like, "Oh, Trump's here to stop New World Order and stop you know globalism." Meanwhile, he is like the biggest supporter of globalism and the New World Order because Israel is the new world order that is the fucking that's that's the the globalist right there you know so they don't it's just crazy the the whole like the psychology that's going on in the this the total denial of reality at this point like all the, and the thing is is that really cracked me up was that trump and biden were you know during their whole debate thing mm-hmm. they came out on the during the last debate one of the first things they said before they the debate started was on the news oh they're they're not going to debate they're not going to debate about foreign foreign policy, all right. There's there was no debate as to what foreign policy was going to be because they're both doing the same shit. They're yeah. both they have both have the same exact foreign policy. They're gonna both of them are going to support Israel and the annexing of the fucking the 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 the, uh, the Palestinians. Both of them are going to put money into helping build the third temple so that the Jews can start doing their their uh, their blood sacrifice shit again. That's what that's all about, you know. So it's like. You know is that. that is that for the coming of the Messiah? Is it like the prepared? Well, that's what, for... that's what the, the Catholic Church is the one that's really behind the Zionist movement. But the the Jews historically have been wanting to build this temple for a long time because it's they can't do blood sacrifice without the temple. They're not allowed to mm. do sacrifice, but that but blood sacrifice is part of their religion. But they can't do it without the without a temple. So now once they get the temple back, that's the only way they can purify their sins is through blood sacrifice. Do you think Trump knows this or he's just doing it because he's only given certain amount of information. He's going to do it, but he doesn't really know why they oh, no, need he, this. He's making money off the whole thing. He's yeah, going well, to make billions. Of, he's going to be one of the people that's like literally going to make money off of this, this temple being built. He's probably going to have probably going to be his companies that go in there and help build it. So yeah, yeah. it's all about money for him. He doesn't give a fuck about the Jews or not, or not the Jews. Like he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. I was gonna say, who does he give a fuck about? I mean, maybe his his daughters and maybe his his son. His son-in-law, you know, the he's you know he's he's a, a Zionist as well. They're all crazy. I mean, he bought that building in New York City, the fucking six 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 building. Who buys a big six 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 building? Like what 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 kind of what kind of press are you trying to get? I know, you know that, right? Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Um, so talking to my Jewish friend, you know, who's for Trump and, you know, I know why he's for Trump because, you know, he makes a lot of money and Trump, you know, helps Man. these people stay rich and um, great guy. I love talking to him. He's cool people. And um, we were talking about conspiracy theories and I was like, oh, don't get me started on conspiracy theories. I told him that how I used to believe in conspiracy theories, but as I got older, I stopped believing in them. Um, they weren't worth my time. He's a whoa, whoa, you know, have you heard of, um, is it Qon? Uh, yeah. He would say, have you heard of that? You know, that's a, that's a conspiracy theory. Um, that's a little bonkers. I was like, you see what I'm saying is it just sounds a little bonkers and it sounds like it only 
serves one person only and I, I stopped believing these things. Um, then he said, well, what about 9-11? I was like, yeah, yeah, they say it was an inside job, you know, but I just stopped believing it. So he was like, well, you have to think about this. Why they are conspiracy theories? Why do we call them conspiracy theories? What would be the the motive behind it? Like who will benefit from a conspiracy theory? He said, now let's look at some conspiracy theories. So we, he broke some down. He's like, no, not this one, not that one. But he was very interested in the, the 9-11, you know, and that was my favorite when it happened, but it kind of died out for me because look, the only person I believe 75% of the time is a, is a man named David Icke. Now, David Icke is the person who put me on to conspiracy theories about living in the matrix and reptilians and the real uh, free yourself kind of thing. Um, I was just like, when I read, I have read two books by him and it blew my mind. Like, I was like, holy shit. I think this might be true. Um, And why not? All the things that he talks about are just like little drops in the water because I feel like there's bigger things than what he's talking about that's happening. I think he only has a glimpse of the picture, but I think there's a lot more things. And people who are listening who don't know David Icke, David Icke used to be a soccer player in United um, United Kingdom, England, right? And he turned conspiracy theorist, and he has a huge following. So it's not like this is one man in a small town that has 100 people following him. No. He mm-hmm. has so many people that they be shutting down the stadium because they don't want him speaking the truth. <laughs> well, first, you, gotta, you gotta be honest. The first thing he came out and said was that he was the reincarnation of Jesus. All right. Oh. That was his first thing. And then he was trying to play that card for a while. And then he yeah. went conspiracy theory. I think he so, got he got a wrong download. He didn't really mean to say that. <laughs> He's he like, said, all right, wait, sorry. Scratch uh, that. He, I am not Jesus. <laughs> he said that shit. You know, I don't care. You can see the videos of him talking about it, the interviews where he was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh boy, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was. And that's how I felt in the beginning. I was like, nah, this can't be true. But there's some things that he says that the are absolutely said, spot on. Yeah, no, because he's getting a lot of the information from other people. That's what yeah. people don't realize is that he's not coming up with this shit on his own. Yeah. He's just going on the internet like everybody else and collecting information from all these different sources and then putting it in a nice organized Package, way. Yeah, yeah you know to the public so it's like you know i mean he he has done a, a lot of good stuff in that sense you know he's he has put out a lot of things that people probably wouldn't heard of but most Absolutely. of the ideas especially like his reptilian that the reptilian idea the queen of england all that shit he got from other people and that, yeah. that were less popular than he was and less uh capable and articulate in order to put put that information out there in a way that people would believe it but he was able to do it because he's charismatic you know yeah, he is. And I, I love his his talks about perfect timing, the presidents, and how practically almost all the presidents are related to each other somehow, some way. Yeah. Uh, like Bush is related to Clinton's and Clinton's is related to the Obama's and stuff. And it's just like he ties it all together. Like well, they're, all, they're all related to royalty. They're all related to royalty. Which is related to King King Edward III or something. And yes. All of them have lineages that go back to these monarchs. So, so like hearing that, like why would you why would you think? And I'm listen. This is just my opinion only on this show. It's not to really put it out there for everyone to believe me. But 
why would we think that we have a choice to vote? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like my vote matters for presidents. You know, I, I believe that these people already handpicked years, years in advance that they're picked. You know, they're, they're, they're tailored and crafted like, all right, you're going to be the next president. I don't believe in elections. I believe in elections when it's done locally. Like if I had to vote for Brooklyn Borough president or governor or, or mayor, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I believe are real and true because it, it's such a, I don't want to downplay it. It's like it's an admin job, but it's not the face of the country. You know what I'm saying? No, it's it's definitely- not they don't really pay them either. I, I even like in New Paltz, New York, I knew the mayor for years. Yeah. He was working and catering with me on the side. You, know, you see, so you see what I'm saying? He didn't make like, enough money to actually, he couldn't actually make money off of being the mayor. You know? mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's like, that's how, that's how that whole thing goes. But that's, that's at the same time, he also, you know, it's not, if you talk to these people, it's not easy for them to make decisions either. They have to go through a fucking, uh, they have to jump through hoops and shit just to get something done. And half the time, they never get the funding from the federal government to do the things they actually want to do. So it really just comes right back down to the same shit. You may be voting for somebody. There may be some things that he may be able to do, but most of the shit that you want isn't going to happen. Like, it's just, that's just how it goes. Like, they, they ah. use that. They use our domestic situation as a, a way of like, hanging a hook in front of us with meat on it like yeah you want that well you better walk this direction you know that's what the only difference between republicans and democrats is is that they have different they have different policies as far as what what happens here in the country as far as like for our domestic situation like you know they, they dumb shit like they make us fucking fight over whether or not women can have abortions like these are things that the government shouldn't even be involved in to begin with but somehow they've taken over the the, the, the decision making of the situations and then they use it as a way of scaring the shit out of people so, yeah. that, they, so that they can manipulate them. And it works. Yeah. What it does. a way to motivate you to, 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 to make, make you be scared, you know, have fear. Have oh, fear. you better do this. If not, this is going to happen. But it also makes people forget the most important part of the situation, which is the foreign policy. Right. Mm-hmm. Fuck our domestic situation. Our domestic situation doesn't really fucking matter if we're bombing the rest of the world on a consistent level. It's only a matter of time before this country is destroyed. Hell we're yeah. going to get blown up. Like that's our fucking fate. We're going to yeah. get destroyed. New York's going to get nuked. All these places are going to get destroyed because we've been destroying everyone else for the past hundred years. That's why it's time for me to get the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, you better fucking move, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Hopefully, this everybody move out of New York City before this. Oh happens. yeah, um, I I believe it. You know, I I believe that. And and I had once when I was a kid, I was thinking, why is it we go to other countries, we we fuck up their shit, we bomb their shit, but no one comes over here and starts knocking down buildings and shit. I mean, yeah, we have buildings that explode. I mean, you have uh, what's his name, Timothy McVeigh, who blew up the building in Oklahoma. Um, because he said that no one else was going to do it, so he did it. <laughs> you know, um, he was starting to spark, uh, what he wanted to do was spark um, something underneath the white supremacists, basically. You know, he wanted to, you know, help m- push along, you know, this agenda that they had. I-, I forgot the guy's name who started that 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 book that they wrote, the Turner Diaries. What was it called? The Turner? I don't know. I forgot. Well, there was one of these guys who was 
you know, recruited these kids and, and they were all about white supremacists. And that's the thing I don't understand about white supremacists. I don't understand the whole thing about hate. I don't understand why they think they're elite. I don't understand why they think they're chosen and everything. Like, they, they say you're not going to replace us and everything. Yo, how are we going to replace a set of humans, a, a race of people? How? We procreate all the fucking time. Where are you going to go? Where? I mean, where? Like white people, where are you going? <laughs> they're, well, they're afraid of the inevitable. That everybody's going to look like me in the future because everybody's going to be mixed. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get bred out. It's gonna happen. That's the whole yeah. planet's gonna do. Why that. the fuck do I care about that? And that's the point. It's like every single culture in the world that exists right now is a conglomeration of other cultures that existed before them. You know that came together and mixed and created that culture. Yeah. Nobody's pure anything. It's just that we forgot and we we hold on to the national pride and this racial pride bullshit. And none of it's real. It's not, it doesn't have any real standing and it's all impermanent. It's going to, it's not going to last. Everything's going to change, you know, in the future, people are going to look different. This is the way it goes. That's the shit I don't understand. Holding on to that national pride, um, you know, swinging around your, a flag in a war that you lost. Like, I don't understand that part. Sounds like a bunch of soul losers complaining all the time, but listen, you know, you, you, I don't even want to say it the wrong way. I don't want people to take offense, but you know, some of these extreme people who belong in these organizations I'm speaking about, um, they are pro-white and fuck Mexicans and, and, and Latinos and Chinese and Jews. Jews are number one on the list. We, we, we're probably at the bottom, but they still hate us and they shitting on us for some shit that, Dude, you guys don't even have a fucking culture or a race, yo. You just yeah. well, that's the thing too. Well, but take the Jew, the Jewish situation for instance. I mean, it's absurd for one because there's no such thing as a, a race called the Jews. Mm-hmm. Jewish people could be Chinese, Japanese, could be black, Indian. They're black, black Jews. <laughs> well, yeah, the original yeah. Jews, the original Semitic people were from Ethiopia and places like uh-huh. that. Like, so it's like you know, you know, there's German Jews, there's 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 russian jews there's there's arab jews there's all kinds of jews you know yet if you look at the old if you the first real you know the the definition of racism one of the definitions is the belief that different races possess distinct characteristics abilities or qualities especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another Mm -hmm. so if you look at the the original doctrine of, of the old testament they specifically say that Jewish people, the Semitic people, were the superior people. And that's why they, everybody else that isn't a Jew is called a Gentile. Okay, I'm mm. heard these, you've heard these, these terminologies. Basically, what that means is that the Jews, the Semitic people, are the, the servants of God. They are the, they are the direct servants of God. Or the slaves of God was the original. That was the original translation. Yeah. The Gentiles are all considered the slaves of the Jews. So we're all really considered inferior to the Jews. So the first real racism started in that doctrine and then backfired on them. Because later on, people got sick of them saying that they were better than everybody and they were God's chosen people. So it became, it created animosity. That's what happens when you walk around the street saying that you're better than everybody. Sooner or later, people are going to start to hate you. Yeah. It's going to happen. You know, so it's like, it's a false doctrine 
based on false ideals that doesn't have any real reality. They're not better than anybody because of what they believe in or any other shit. No, everybody's equal, you know, and that in that respect, everybody's equal. Everybody's belief systems are equal. Everybody can, you know, there's nothing makes anyone better than anybody else from that perspective. You know, it doesn't mean and it sure as hell isn't a race thing. Like, that's the thing is like they've turned Judaism into a race thing. And it's not this, this whole anti-Semitic thing. What does that even mean? Not most of these people aren't even, even first off, the word Semitic means anyone who speaks Arabic, Hebrew or, or, or Aramaic. Yeah. Those three things. So Muslims are Semitic. But yet when Muslims kill Jews, they're considered anti-Semitic, which doesn't make any sense because Semitic. But when we kill Muslims, it's not considered anti-Semitism. No. We bomb the shit out of them all yeah. the time. And it's not considered anti-Semitic. It's fair game. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's totally fair game. Oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something um, about, oh, about hating. Um, ABC News on Channel 7 had played this thing about... Uh, Something about what was the title about hate, uh, like homebrew hate in America, something to that effect. And they had this guy, and he, you know, they they go down how this hate started in America of of hating uh, people who were different, people of color, mainly people of color, Latinos, uh, Chinese, and, and and my fellow African Americans. Um, and they had stories of you people who who joined like the Proud Boys uh, were in there to have another group, you know, they have the neo-Nazis guys and all this stuff about hate, hate, hate. They had the kid whose dad came out with uh, like a camp of some sort to recruit these young kids. And he was raised by his dad and his mom. And he just will pound on their, on their kids about, you know, that they are um, better than everybody, right? You know, they white, you know, this and this and that. And the son was a football player, but he, he, he wanted to play football for high school. And his dad said no, because you were going to, he said no, because he was going to take baths with color people and he didn't want that. So the Make thing that, like, get on you. <laughs> yeah, I, like, like, dude, so, <laughs> You know, the kid, one thank, thank goodness, you know, he, he was not uh, racist. The kid knew that his what his dad was doing was just wrong. You know, it was just horrible the way he would treat, um, you know, people of, of color and everything. And um, I was thinking this, that, of course, we know that hate is brewed at home. Like, if I, if I have kids and I hate a certain uh, type of person, you know, my kids are gonna hate that type of person, right? It's easy. They, they they're well, gonna copy. That's true. It's true, and it's not. I mean, look. I mean, I was raised in the same that type of environment where uh, my father was highly influenced by the whole Black Muslim movement, mm -hmm. and there were a lot of ideas that he had when I was younger that were very hateful towards white people. And yeah. the whole Black Muslim movement in this country since the beginning has been completely. That's why one of the reasons Malcolm X ended up moving away from it, yeah, and getting away from Elijah Muhammad was because he realized that this this unnecessary hate towards white people wasn't really the answer to anything because it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't solve any problems it doesn't it, doesn't. it just creates a new one because now yeah. you're just as ignorant and stupid as the Ku Klux Klan you are you know? so, it, it's uh, like a reverse racism on 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 the white people type yeah. of deal
Um, but the thing I was getting at is that you, you're teaching your kids these things from home, right? This guy was lucky enough that him and his brother uh, avoided that, that, that trap. But what I wanted to get to bring it into a spiritual realm is that, you know, your ego is out there in the world perceiving and projecting things that uh, either you accept or you don't accept. You know what I'm saying? So seeing your dad not accepting people of, of, of color and stuff, you are the same way too. And you always are going to be that angry. It's going to build more rage because you're not, they're not like you. You don't see any likeness in that person because their, their pigmentation is darker than yours. So you're going to hate them. I think that it's just so ridiculous that these people, I, you, listen, it goes for me, it's personal because I play, I play video games, right? And, you know, I play games that are, are cooperative, you know, multiplayer. And in the morning, I sound a little bit, you know, my voice is a little bit deep like that. And immediately, uh, yo, it's so bad. Online, you hear these kids, oh, you know, they start dropping the N-word. We got an N-word in here. Yo, N-word. And they start making jokes and they, 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 they're mad, hateful, and just so disrespectful. Yeah. There's times that I don't even put the chat on because I don't even want to talk to anybody because... This is not just today. This is not since Trump was been president. This, no. I've been playing video games for so long. Multiplayer games has been going on forever. Yeah, and well, these these internet thugs that I call them because everyone grows a, a bigger pair of balls when you can't see the person's face. Of course, it's a, because, a social media fucking muscles. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love for them to say that in front of me or or someone else. That's like hitting the gym fucking 350 pound bench pressing and stuff they wouldn't dare they wouldn't and if they did it's probably because they were like three other people and they feel tough but alone a bunch of fucking pussies yo i i hate i hate i hate i hate it and i hate saying that i hate it because i'm gonna keep getting more of it but i try to shield my son from it and true story there was one day my son was playing and it was like seven o'clock. And I told him he can play till like eight. He comes in my room. He's like sad. And I could tell that he was probably crying about a minute earlier. I was like, dude, what's wrong? He was like, somebody, somebody called me black. Well, he didn't say black, but you know what he said. I was like, so what's wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with him calling you the N word? Like, what, what's so wrong that? First of all, my son is whiter than Casper. So what's the big deal? You know, like, what what, what are we offended by? Did he call you the N-word? Dude, you could stop playing with these people. You can play with only your friends. You yeah. could ignore it. Don't give it your attention. Fuck these people that want to be disrespectful. I don't know them. They don't know you. Who gives a fuck, yo? So it kind of... Yeah, you know he's just, he's young. He didn't understand. He didn't. I, when I was living, I was living upstate for a while, upstate New York when I was a kid, from like thirteen to seventeen, and I I got I got a real taste of like real like scary racism. Where you lived at? Where? It was in Saugerties, New York. Okay. And uh, there were like legitimately there were some scary. I I used to dudes used to throw nooses over trees in front of me as I was walking around. Right. And yeah. They used to ride around with Confederate flags and shit. And they had a they had a, a a group of rednecks basically that they they called themselves the Hicks with sticks, and 
I changed their name to the Chicks with Dicks, but <laughs> it, it like that at all. I'm sure that's not very politically correct now, but whatever. But um, there was a point where it got really, it got really scary because there was like the group of kids that I hung out with were all the outcasts in that town that were black, Latino, and the white kids that just didn't white want to be down with the redneck fucking racist shit. Yeah. So uh, there was a uh, my one friend. Um, he was black. I mean, he was like black, black, and he was at the at a they were playing pool him and this other kid billy babcock who was yeah. this white kid who was like crazy we used to mm-hmm. call him billy the kid because he like stole a cop car once like he was just fucking crazy so these these rednecks came in there and called my friend chris a, a nigger and, oh, chris shit. Was, and, and chris is like me and chris were heavy into the martial arts so we could fucking fight yeah. like we could beat the shit out of multiple people at the same time it wasn't even an issue chris just blew it off was like whatever fuck you you know whatever like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stoop to your level but billy the white kid ran outside to his truck grabbed the fucking crowbar came back in and cracked this guy's skull wide open in the in the pool hall mm. on chris a nigger which blew the rednecks mind because they yeah, were yeah, yeah. they couldn't understand why this white kid was reacting like this but he just went off you know so it's like you know it's like you see that you know there's a lot more like there's a lot more animosity amongst white people about racism at this point than there is black people. You know what I mean? Black people have been dealing with it for fucking 400 years in this country. White people are just beginning to realize and start feel the guilt of what they what, what their ancestors did here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do they start feeling that? I mean, are they feeling that? Because I feel like I yeah, think that, I mean, you, have, you had like some people who are, you know, they might march with you and protest with you, but I don't know. It's not enough for me to believe that they they want to they want to help. Well, no, I, they don't want to help. I think they're just so guilty. You know what I mean? So it, it, so that's why you save your guilt, man. We need we need change. We they're need burning shit down, and you know, like a lot of the fucking shit, a lot of the destruction that's happening right now ain't ain't black people doing it. It's white people. Yeah, that's they, the thing that they're not showing you on the news. No, nah, I know the, the thing when you see all these places being burnt down and fucking destroyed and. This is white people doing this. These are white people acting out, you know, in the name of black people, you know, but yeah. it, they're not helping. All they're doing is making it look like black people are fucking destroyed. That we don't know how to act. We don't know how to protest exactly. the right way. No. I don't need that kind of help, yo. No, exactly. I mean, th- this is, this, this, what, let me say, uh, 50 years that we've been really, really trying to fight this um, for 400 years of damage, yo, it's it's a long way to go. We have a long way to go, but we're starting good. But there's a long, long journey, bro. It's not over just because there's one victory or not. There's more. We we got to do this shift. Hopefully, it doesn't take another 400 years to try to fix 400 years. Well, the thing, the problem is, is you have all these people like the Democrats and the, and the yeah. Republicans. Like these these groups aren't any different. No, they're the same fucking people, yo. They're the same fucking people. What's ironic is that, you know, if you go back to the Malcolm X, like when he was talking, like the speeches he gave, he specifically warned black people about the Democrats. He said they were the worst. Yeah. He said they're the ones that are really the problem, not the Republicans, but the Democrats were the ones that were actually the, he called them uh, wolves in sheep clothing because they were pretending they liked black people when they really were, were, they had the same type of racist ideology that the, the Republicans had, but they were, but they were using black people politically. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference. Listen, so, 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, so it's like the Black Lives Matter thing too. It's the same thing. Like this is an organization that's funded by white people that are racist. Mm-hmm. That want to make look. They want black people to look bad. Yeah. They want, they want them to act out and, and riot and do all this shit. So it gives them a reason to keep imprisoning them because guess what? The Democrats have been the ones pushing the harshest laws on, on black neighborhoods and, and, and people in the hood for the past 50 years. They're the ones, they're the reasons why the, the prisons are full of, of, uh, of black people. The, most of how, people. How do you think we can fix this? Like, what do you, I mean, I see that there's some things happening, but it's just, it's not enough to, for me to talk about it. If that makes any sense, you know what no, I'm saying? I'm, like, it's not, it's not like, oh, did you see what such and such person did and, and we're making progress and stuff? Like, what do we have to do? What kind of change would you need to see to be like, all right, we're definitely on the right path now? I mean, there'd have to be a complete re, re they, we'd have to strip down this entire government down to nothing and re, restart from the beginning. We, we first thing first we need a fucking new constitution because that shit is yeah. fucking old as I mean, shit, I mean, you know. And plus, keep <laughs> using the constitution as a as some kind of moral basis when the yeah. people that wrote the constitution were mass genociding and enslaving people. Yeah, people Slavery didn't were still around. About anybody but themselves. They weren't yeah. really here for the, the the good of all and all this I, other bullshit. I mean, George Washington was a scumbag. You know, these guys were all degenerate scumbags they were rapists they were killers they, they were, were slave owners <laughs> they were slave owners and they also were mass genociding the native americans nobody ever talks about that shit you know that how yeah. they were killing all the native americans and they were okay with that they were murdering these people left and right and that's why they're not here anymore it's not because they moved or something we killed them all that's that's what the that's what the forefathers did they murdered all of the people that lived here and then enslaved a bunch of people from another country, another continent, and brought them here to be their indentured servants. So how, how can we use that as a basis for morality or yeah. any, any other? I mean, we, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. We it's need not- to rewrite this. We need peoples from all different nationalities to be in this table with their pens ready to rewrite the Constitution, I think. Yeah, rewrite the constitution um, and reshape the government because it, it's run by people that are all wealthy. It's all rich people. They don't. The thing is, is racism isn't the real situation that we're we're facing right now. It's classism. Yeah. It's really the rich and the poor. That's what it's about. And the rich are the ones that are trying to maintain control. And it doesn't matter if you're white or black. At this point, everybody is a nigger. You know what I mean? Everybody. You know, the whole fucking population has been are being treated like subhuman creatures they're not even treating anybody like they're human beings anymore we're just a number a statistic you know a consumer you know like all well, the other- you are you are a number you're born with that number day one your birth certificate has your number on it and we're put out there to work in the workforce and deal with all this bullshit we just they, they just benefiting off of our hard work and whatever bullshit we come along or come across where they think that we're supposed to tolerate that. And if we resist or we plan to protest anything like that, they are planning to destroy us, planning to beat our ass, basically. Um, I think that we need to have a talk. I think that talks are happening now. I think that we need to sit down with the right people. We need to rewrite shit. We need to we need we need something we need to do right i don't think i'm ever going to see it in my generation but at least i'm here today seeing 
some progress. Well, you know? unfortunately, the, the, it's not going to happen until this con this country completely collapses, and and that's it's not going to happen until then because the government that's in the people that are in charge, the people that own this government, they're not going to nothing's going to change until they're taken out and they're out of the picture. So either they got who are those people? You, who are you talking about? Like the like the, the elites, the Illuminati the people, kind of people? The people that own everything. The people, mm. the one percent that they keep talking about, whatever you want to call them. All right. The people that own everything. The the, the banks, you know, the bankers, yeah, the, yeah. The corporate leaders, the military industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex, yeah. the, you know, all these big fucking uh entities, these huge and that that are controlling and and are on own everything. They own the they own the news. They own the fucking you know. They own the militaries. They own everything that make that that means anything in our society is run by these people. So it doesn't matter who you vote for because they own them too. They own both sides of the fucking of, of, of the polarity. You know, the right versus left. It's the same money. They they do. Um, going back to that that short film I sent you guys um, uh, in Shadow, there is a little segment about a minute where you see um, the working class people, then you see uh, the president and you know those, uh, those officials, and then you see the deep state above them. And then you see above them, a few people like sitting on the floor, kind of just pulling the strings on top of those people. So you have people who you think are in charge, who are ruling the world. Then you got the 1% up there who is really the movie, uh, what do you call it? The money makers, the shakers who are really, you know, putting things together. But above them, there's very few people who are really pulling these strings, making these people do, you know, all these things, making the world go around. And it's not just the United States. It's all over. It's, it's, it's global. It's the fucking world. Yeah, it's been like this for a long time. And since colonialism. Is Ray coming on? I don't know what happened to my partner today. Um, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he fell asleep or he feels a certain way. Let's get this guy on the phone. Hold on for one second. Go ahead. Rob? I think it's safe to say that Dirty is avoiding my call like I'm a telemarketer. I'm talking. Oh, well, I guess it's me and Kunga today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Nebuchadnezzar podcast. Kunga and I are just shooting the shit on election day. Um, while Kunga's away, I just want to say that this will be out on the 13th, Friday the 13th. And just to let you guys know, on Friday the 13th, I will be getting back surgery. Um, I'll be in the hospital for two days, probably, and healing for a long time. Uh, I will try to get as many podcasts as I possibly can to you guys. Uh, if I could, if I feel good, if I could sit down for a little bit or stand up, whatever, we'll figure some kind of way of doing it. Um, but yep, back surgery for me, it is. I've been dealing with a lot of pain since May. And this is the only option for me to go about getting some healing. But back to the Kunga. I called David Ray and uh, now nah, he didn't pick up. I think he might have fell asleep. I don't know what happened. He just kind of fell off. 
But sorry, we're gonna rock without him. It's okay. Um, I've been allergic too today. I saw you with the tissue right there. Oh Since yeah. Morning, I've been allergic. I don't know why, cause I've been home all day today, but my left nostril keeps dripping. And I just hope to stay clean because I got to take a COVID test on uh, on Monday before my surgery. They want like a 72-hour test before mm. for the surgery. And um, I just sent my daughter to Maryland. Um, and I was kind of like iffy to send her out there because when she gets back on on Saturday, um, you know, I, I was a little like, oh, I don't want you to get sick out there. And then you give it a mean and I can't get my surgery. And then, you know, are they going to postpone it for another day? And I'm afraid that the way things are headed with the election and COVID spiking in certain neighborhoods in New York, that they're going to shut down New York again. So that was on my mind for a bit. And I had to call the doctor. I was like, hey, uh, if they shut down New York City, you still going to do my surgery? He's like, they're not going to shut down New York City. I was like, okay. I appreciate your optimism. Yeah. Uh, scary. You, you know, like time will tell. Time will tell. And um, I, I just, I just want to, you know, I, I can't help but not think four years ago, whatever it is, when we had this last election, um, I was working at a bank, came home, immediately turned on the news. So I wanted to watch the, you know, the election and see how we were winning. I fell asleep at nine o'clock and by one thirty, my wife wakes me up because she's been up all night and she's like, honey, he won. And I could tell by the when she said he won. Yeah, it was Trump. <laughs> it was Trump right away. I was like, and I had yelled. I was like, what? And I couldn't believe, I thought I was still dreaming. I was like, hold on, let me get my phone. I got to look at my phone. And sure enough, he's like dancing and everything. He's all happy and stuff. And I I, I just was not prepared. I, I wasn't prepared for this because, because of everything that's happened. And and it, it looks like it might be. Look, I will not be surprised if he's the president again because these numbers uh, that they're pulling up are no different than 2016 right now where Trump was at the bottom on popular votes and regular votes. Yep. So, listen. Well, the truth is, is whoever whoever is going to cause the most distraction, and whoever is going to cause the most upheaval, is the one that's going to get chosen. That's how they choose these things. It's not about, you know, votes or domestic policies or any of this other bullshit or what the people want. It's about how many people are going to be fucking completely upside down because of this. If we whoever is whoever is the most upset and the, whoever has the most like group of people that is the most upset is going to react that that's the guy that they're going to get in there because this is all about distracting us it has nothing to do with you know really helping us it has to do with keeping us distracted while they keep fucking us from behind mm. you know that's all it is and that's all they're going to keep doing they're going to keep fucking us until we're dead that, that's their that's their plan that's their plan it's not even a fucking conspiracy because it's been going on for the past 200 years in this country people don't fucking study they don't look at the they don't look at the actual like the history of what's been going on in this country for the past 200 years. Yeah. They're just they're living in la la land and they think, you know, but this is at the same time well, what do you what do you expect is going to happen? You know, if, if Americans don't take their heads out of their asses and actually start fucking paying attention to what's going on and to what the what what 
our country's been doing foreign on foreign policy to other countries for the past 100 years or even the past 50 years the amount of wars that we've had that were unjust well what do you think is going to happen you know we're going to we're going to get exactly what we deserve that's what's going to happen so in either either way trump or biden same shit biden's a fucking racist and everybody thinks he's not that's the that's the most that's the, that's the funniest part of the whole thing Obviously, Trump is a fucking racist. He's a he's a total degenerate scumbag. But for some reason, people think that this guy Biden is like somehow like better. Like, give me a fucking break. The guy's not any better than they, they probably hang out and fucking carve up, you know, black people for, for lunch when they're when they're bored. You know, like this is this is yeah, the kind of yeah. thing that we're dealing with here. Well, so, I have a lot of Trump supporters in my circle, um, uh, family members as well. And, um, you know, I just. I just don't understand it, and I I, I don't make any sense. I don't want to be oh shit hold on I don't want to I don't want to be a part of it you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, it's like oh look who it is oh hello Miss Miss Red Riding Hood <laughs> it's the, it's with the, the red, red hood <laughs> hello how you doing well 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 welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar podcast <laughs> welcome. Now he has this on mute. Hold on. But um, yeah, I don't understand how these people could support someone who's so hateful because yeah. I was watching uh, uh, on HBO, uh, LeBron James has a show called The Shop and he interviewed uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, some people didn't like Barack Obama. He did a couple of things too. He locked up, you know, immigrant kids, kept them from their families and he did a couple of other things. But if you listen to this man, He's super articulate. He can get his point across. He got so much style, charisma. That, that oh, I could listen to Obama talk all day. Yeah. And Trump is a good con man. I only could take him in small dosages before I switched off to CNN. Well, Trump's not a professional politician. He's a businessman. So that he's an entertainer. He's also, <laughs> but he's a businessman, and this is how businessmen actually run shit. Like. If you have ever worked in any businesses and you've met the owners, they don't give a fuck about people and they don't have to hold them. They don't have to hold their tongues. They can say whatever the fuck they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want with no consequence. Yeah. Politicians have learned how to lie, cheat and steal and, and basically just like mesmerize people with their words. They're much better at it. And that's what Obama was. He was a really good politician, which really is just a really good snake in the grass. Yeah, it, yeah. It comes down to he was I'm, really good at lying to the public while he fucked them from behind. You know, whereas Trump's more like just being raped from the front. You know what I mean? Like he, he doesn't even try to like hide it. He's like, I'm going to rape you. You know, that's no, he's going to smack you in the pussy. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> you have know? you have you totally heard that that interview with Trump had? Like he was saying grandmother pussy. Have you heard it from like beginning to end? No, like, it's it's I never heard it before. But there's a, a girl. Her name is Sarah Cooper. She has a show on Netflix. Um, I think it's called Everything is Fine. And she became famous because well first of all she was a comedian but she became more famous because she does lip syncs on trump's speeches right she does a fucking great job i think she's pretty funny now she got her own show on netflix came a long way and she did a skit where she was lip singing with another famous actress uh the whole trump thing and it's just like it starts off like yeah you know oh yeah i tried to go out with her, but yeah she turned me down sadly and stuff like yeah you know oh look at that girl right there oh yeah yeah she's gonna get it yeah, I'm gonna go up to them and kiss her. He said, "Oh, you could do that." 
You could do that when you're when you're like famous and stuff. You could do anything. You just grab them by the fucking pussy and you just kiss them and shit. And it goes further a little bit more than that. And I was just like, wow. And here's the guy that we have running our country. Like, who yeah. votes for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on, man. That's locker room talk. Absolutely. That's what they say. Which I understand that it's, he's a guy, right? Cool, but you know what? Clinton didn't do anything different. Honestly, no, I, I know. Him, he was getting too. his knobs lobbed, and he got, he got caught. You he know what I'm saying? People. Yeah, but when you're the it's face good. that of of our country, you know, say it's not. It's like this. If I had a company, right, and whatever it was, I was selling this, that, and the other. And I need to hire someone to work the front office, right? Now, where I hire. I don't know, Jose, who was my neighbor back in the Lower East Side, or would I hire a pretty educated lady who's just, you know, looking for some money because she just came out of college, you know what I'm saying? Who's articulate and got her liberal arts down packed, you know what I'm saying? Who I'm going to hire for the face of my company as soon as you walk in because you need to talk to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, Trump is Jose. <laughs> He's wine. <laughs> Trump He's going to put the schlong. Where don't be lying. But you want to know what, though? And in all honesty, it's just desserts because you know what? This country doesn't deserve anything other than what it gets because we haven't done anything good for the world ever, ever, yeah. never. We've done we've done nothing that is is consequential in a good way for the planet. What the fuck are you talking about? We got Takashi six nine little Uzi. <laughs> exactly. See what I'm saying? What are you My point about? exactly. Little CJ. Yo, little pimp, yeah. like Donald Trump said. You heard that one? He's like, let y'all. What was it? yesterday? He was trying to bring a, a a rapper up somewhere. I think he was in Philly or whatever. He's like, yeah, we have someone famous here. We got a little pimp, little pimp. Why don't you come up here and see? Right? <laughs> He's like little pimp, and it was little pump. <laughs> <laughs> and little pump, of course, he's a Trump supporter. I don't know why. How many how many albums did he sell last year? I don't know. A thousand? Yeah, who knows? He's, he's gonna he's gonna go up to the races tonight. Listen. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm. What's you up? Know, yeah, everything's good, man. I was I was outside just now, putting up a, a, a motion sensor light, and it took me longer than what I had. I was indisposed. I I thought I had enough time, and then before I realized that I'm already late, uh, which isn't not out of the norm for me. So I'm keeping that same energy, absolute. I know you're very serious these days. No, I wasn't. Um, oh, here he goes again. <laughs> 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 I, I was concerned. I thought you were, you know, you slept or something. I know you're, so, you're hard and you you get tired. And I'm, I mean, I chill with you at, at your house and I'm talking. I thought you were over there dying of the itis. <laughs> well, yeah. So check it out. Here, here's the funny thing. Election day, 2020. So I go vote at six o'clock in the morning. I'm proud to say that I was the 35th voter in my town. Okay. Okay. This morning. Um, I come home, take a nap. I had to go get a COVID test. So my wife wanted some salmon. So I said, let me go to Tops. Um, Kunga, you're familiar with Tops. So the old stop and shop in the plaza. So I go in there. There's three people online at the fish counter. Um, I'm with my children. She helps the three people in front of me. And when it was my turn, she walks to the other side of the display counter and gets on her phone for four minutes she was young i don't know what that thing was oh it was a thing now 
Yeah, it was it was something. Yeah. Okay. It looked like a human, but it didn't act like a human. It was like <laughs> yes. what, was it like what LL says? Hishi? <laughs> Blow delicious. <laughs> it wasn't delicious. <laughs> From Hollis to Hollywood, but it wasn't good. Um so was she on the phone with her doctor, like, what am I? <laughs> no, I think I, I you know, here's the funny thing. So I come home and I and my kids tell my wife about this. Um, and you know, my wife is uh, different. So she decides to call tops nice and make a formal complaint. And the person on the phone was trying to state that that could never happen. And my significant other's like, listen, it's election day. My husband is brown skin. Yada, boom, bing, boom, bang. Um, I don't think Trump is racist. Listen, first of all, I'm a little lost already in the story. You were talking about this thing, your wife calls. First of all, why is your wife getting involved in calling people? Listen, my husband was just there <laughs> and he's brown. That's what I heard. I was like, is he skipping in and out? Like, what? what's going on here? Wait. I, I, I didn't see the need for it either, but she felt compelled to call and make a formal complaint against mm-hmm. someone who who did not acknowledge me as a paying customer and a tax paying citizen and a voter mm. and a voter. Okay, so after she said that he's brown, what did they say to that? Like they were like, so Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, what? Donald Trump. Oh yeah. I don't know. Uh, you 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 want to tell the story? Oh, would you like to tell the story? It'd be hold nice on. to have the wife on the show. Okay, hold on here. Put that in here. That goes in your left ear. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we got the dirtiest dog. <laughs> dirtiest. The dirtiest. Can you hear? I can't. Coronavirus. Hello, hi. Uh, hello. I hear you. I think I do. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why are you calling people to start problems? You sound like my wife. Like, listen, my husband was there <laughs> and he wasn't treated accordingly like to all your other customers and he's brown. What was the whole brown part about? You know, the point is... Hold you got to talk louder, a little bit louder. All right, can you hear me? Is yeah, yeah. Better? Yeah, it's better. Uh, the point... Can you hear me? Press the button. Wait, 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 I can't. I pressed the Put button. it in your ear. <laughs> That's the wrong way. Yeah. I was absent that day in school. I hear you. I hear you loud. She's from now. the yellow bus gang. The okay. short yellow bus? No, I told you uh, she's part of the My Mama Told Me to Get Me a Rabbit Club. Can you hear her now? Okay. Um, you know what? The, the, the truth of the matter is that my children. My daughters need to know that they have a voice okay. and that they're not going to defend or stand up to what they believe in, regardless of the situation, especially when it comes to family, that they're never going to be heard. And this is not the first time that they've experienced this with my husband. Um, and from what they told me, um, you know, being waiting online, being patient, the subject obviously saw them waiting, you know, how were they not looking at the customers waiting to be right. assisted? Um, and then immediately after the two subjects in front of them are finished their transaction, they just simply walk away to get on their iPhone. It's different if they're going on the business phone and taking an order or speaking to uh, a supervisor, but they're blatantly on their personal phone 
just disregarding them. So um, I immediately became frustrated because in the town that we live in, with as much diversity as there is, the ignorance is, is there's just so much volume of ignorance here. Nega isn't a color, it's a behavior. I know. Yes. Yes. And it really upsets me um, when my husband is treated differently. Um, and, and I know that he has, and I know that I can't um, fight every fight or, or, you know, argue for everything. But um, I felt that it was important that the girls say, hey, the girls know that they have a voice, whether something is done or not. I made a phone call and let them aware that their employee was not doing the job that they were supposed to be doing. The employee then, was acting like a nigger. And, at the, and really the employee was supposed to be serving the customers of the store. It doesn't matter what color, race, gender, size, yeah. you know, you are, they were supposed to be uh, providing a service and they simply did not when it came to my family and I felt the need to let them know that they're, they're, um, they're giving a bad example as to how to treat people or whatever the situation may be because uh, we all are, have been in customer service and you tell your the next customer, just please give me a moment, bear exactly. with me a moment. Exactly. You know, I, I need to do something or you know what, I have to get something I wasn't able to, just give me just a moment, something to say, hey, you know what, I recognize you. I know that you're standing there and yeah. I will assist you momentarily. And they didn't receive that. So, so, so but, but to... why did you why did you tell them that today is election day? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm gonna wow. your ass out, motherfucker. <laughs> well, initially, initially, um, I feel like I have to express that my husband is brown because my children are light and I'm whiter than them. So we all get treated differently when we're together, when we're mm -hmm. separated, when they're with me and when they're with him. They definitely see the injustice that my husband has to deal with on a, on a, on a daily basis. And, um, you know, Alana being of a bit of color and then Maymay being a little lighter, um, they need to understand that, you know what, at the end of the day, you're, you may not necessarily be a black girl, um, but you, have, you, you are Latina and you got brown skin. And people may cast judgment, but just because of how you look, you know. And I feel that every time, um, like I said, my husband is ridiculous how they treat him. Um, so today I'm like, well, how are you gonna act funny? First of all, we voting, you know, you you is it because he was brown and she was very like, oh, oh no, no, we would never do that. But I, let me let you know the situation. Let me know you. Let me give you the scenery to what and the picture as to what happened. And she quickly just, you know, wanted to say we would never. And I said, no, there is a possibility that it could happen. And I'm bringing it to your attention because it did happen. And this is what occurred today. So I will, well, I will follow I think, up with the email to the company. Yeah, I think you handled that pretty well. Um, I could tell that you, you sound very educated, first of all, because you didn't say, you said the subject ignored my husband. You didn't say yeah, that. I know, I know what you were getting at. I know, but you said it so perfect. <laughs> the subject was ignoring my brown husband. <laughs> Yo, Who's the black guy? Who's the black guy? Um, I have to say that, you know, you, my wife would have definitely done the same thing. You, you two together, I think you're one soul split in two because you guys <laughs> are the same in so many ways. Um, you didn't, probably you didn't get the memo, but today's election day, and the other memo you didn't get is to skip a minority today. So she got her kicks off on skipping uh, David Ray. Or oh, maybe David Ray looked like he was busy and he wasn't, you know, 
Maybe he wasn't looking like a paying customer. Maybe he was just there to stalk her. I was hovering over the <laughs> salmon, the wild caught or the farm raised salmon, the decisions that I had to make today. It's bad enough I had to deal with fucking Joe Biden and Donald Trump today, trying to figure out who I was voting Listen. for. That way I can actually have Hold a, up. you know, I was always told. That, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I was always told that if you don't vote, then you can't talk your shit. Now, hmm. I, I figured out what it was. I, I understand what today was. Today was the Yankees versus the Boston Red Sox. It's mm. all fanatical. That's mm. all it is in yep. regards to the public. It's all fanatical. I can tell you the fucking, the, the pickup trucks with, with, with support Trump signs and all the Donald, all the um, Joe Biden uh, supporters with stuff in their lawn, all right? All this is is fanatical, hype, hoopla, bullshit. Let me tell you something. Your wife says something that, I agree. Now, I know you, I know your kids, I know your wife. Your wife and your kids are very fair-skinned. And my wife is very fair-skinned. So she gets mistaken for a white lady, that she's not a minority. So I use this to my benefit. I'm going to tell you one example when I use it to my uh, benefit. We were looking for an apartment because we used to move a lot. Um, I told my wife, I said, you know what, this is a nice neighborhood, you know, why don't you go in there without me uh, and just, you know, do your thing, because they, they see me, now I'm not as dark as your husband, but I don't have an appearance that I have an Ivy League kind of face, you know, I'm kind of rough, this is early 2000s, you know, you guys didn't know me quite yet, but you know, the baggy jeans and the boots and the hat to the back kind of, you know, this is the kind of Dutch that was alive. So she goes and checks out the apartment and she goes with the real lady, the real realtor, realtor. And um, they're talking and the lady said, oh yeah, you know, I, this is a nice apartment. Uh, this is the landlord, but we, you know, we don't rent to, to Puerto Ricans or, or black people because they destroy shit. So the, the realtor got upset and then she felt, com- the thing that pissed me off is she felt so comfortable saying this in front of the Russian realtor and my wife, who was very fair-skinned, she felt comfortable to talk shit about minorities. She didn't know that the realtor was married to a black guy. So she took Yvette by the hand. She said, let's get out of here. She was very upset. So I use Yvette's complexion sometimes. I send her in. So if they see her, everyone feels safe. You know, everyone's yeah, like, man, oh. she got the complexion for the yeah. protection, brother. Yeah, they feel safe. And then I'll come in afterwards of like, all right, I'm with, I'm with the white lady over there yeah that, man that's... get you a white woman man that's what i did man it boosts my credit score <laughs> by 500 points, my brother. i'm living lavishly Wait. over here brother what i want to tell you is that thinking about racism there was this white old jewish lady and her name was katie burns i don't know if she's still alive today but this is a few years back and i'm at the job you know where i work at and she was telling me how she was like hi I told Erica Escavez, Escavez, Escaviche, she was like that, that I'm not detached. I am in the office. I am not detached. And I was trying to calm her down and everything. And then she was like, well, whatever. Have a have a happy Puerto Rico day, she said. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Puerto Rican Day Parade freaking wasn't even coming yet. It was like at least another month or two away. But she's a happy Puerto Rico day. I was like, wow. <laughs> You know, and it's hard to deal with that kind of bullshit at the job because, mm-hmm. you know. You know I'm going to chime in rather quickly regarding the job. You, you guys know what I do. 
I feel that the word racism is just used um, recklessly. And I really feel that people are just simply being biased um, from the moment they meet you. That's what it's really coming down to. Um, they're just simply being biased and assuming um, and judging you instantaneously for whatever it may be. I feel like, um, so a couple of weeks at work, a couple of weeks ago at work, um, we had a, a situation where um, um, someone felt that they were uh, engaged in a hate crime. Uh, it was not a hate crime. Um, and they felt that it was a hate crime because they in fact, um, their sexual orientation was, or it could have been, and I'm not being biased, I couldn't identify if they were lesbians, transgenders, um, but they were definitely a part of the LGBT ABCD community. Hashtag. And, and they felt that they were being a part of this hate crime. And it really wasn't a hate crime once we heard both sides of the story. And ultimately, um, these people couldn't identify the subjects that in fact, you know, did whatever it is that they did. So um, my coworker comes in and says, hey, I really want your opinion, right? As a as a, a Latin woman, right? So I'm like, you know, I don't I really don't want to have this conversation with you because you may not like what I have to say about it. And they were like, well, you know, your husband being black and you Latina, and I was totally flabbergasted by this comment. And I've known this subject for over six years. You've met my family. And I said, you, let me correct you instantaneously. I stopped the conversation right then and there. I said, you do realize that my husband is Puerto Rican and I am Puerto Rican and we are not in a biracial relationship. We are two Hispanic individuals with different um, complexions. It thought and you had jungle fever. They, don't they were mortified. And I'm like... like so you're saying you're you're not white? Yes, but, right? But, but wait, 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 but let me go back Black Klansman. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. A couple weeks ago. And then obviously with our recent travels, we had to go get a COVID test. So we there's a place up here where you can do a rapid COVID test for 15 minutes. They literally Speak up a little bit, up. a little bit loud. Speak they, a little bit. We, uh, so with the recent travels, we have to go get a COVID test. Up here, mm -hmm. they're doing a 15 minute um, rapid uh, test. Yeah, yeah. Rapid test. So I'm I'm jamming to Drew Hill. Ooh, Ooh. 90s R&B. Oh, yes, yeah. 90s R&B. And this black nurse comes up to the window. I, I, I she approaches me. I put down my window. She hears the music. I give her my identification. Now, when I open up my wallet, you can see where I work at. So she didn't ask me any questions, just other than my name and my birthday. And she swabbed my nose and kept it moving. I waited 15 minutes, got my document back that I actually have to return to my employer, reporting that I was, um, my title was incorrect and that I was white. And I felt very upset behind this. Like, why did you just ask me? Like, I felt like I was in a situation where I was, I was racially discriminated. You were. I am not you were white. You were profiled. I was profiled. She tested negative for nega. <laughs> not Hispanic. And I was upset that you didn't ask me the question because I am Hispanic. I'm proud of it. I'm a Latin woman. And, you know, this information is documented for a reason. And I felt that all the information was incorrect because she didn't ask me the right question. Because she just assumed 
that I was some white chick. Listen, if you would have walked in there with a turban on, they would have shot you immediately. Just remember that. Right in the nose, right on the nose. You know, the, the funny shit is, is that they, they there's no there's no way to differentiate anything. Exactly. They look at us like Mexicans, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all Mexicans. They don't you know. know. They don't know. And I love all white people. I love all white. I people. do too. They, 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 white it has to do with ignorant. Fucking listen, ignorant. I, I That's all it really is. White people. I don't love all white people, and I've learned in our new community that there is difference in white. There's, look, there, I'll be perfectly. I don't love all people. Not, most people are assholes. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like this whole all lives matter thing, that's bullshit because all lives don't matter. I'm sorry. They, they don't. The views Hitler's expressed life on didn't Nebuchadnezzar matter. are not those of absolute I am. And <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm not going to say any names of somebody I know that's very dear to my heart doesn't like a lot of people either. You know? uh, Shout out to Evie Spiritual. I ain't say no names, but you know, even through their journey and everything, this person is like very selective about people in general, right? Me, I love everybody. Yo. I always love everybody. Um, <laughs> only people I don't fuck with are just people who are just stupid. <laughs> That's the only people I don't like. And it, that comes in different colors, different shades, yeah. different like, you know, genders <laughs> and stuff. Um, but I get you, you know, they, I, I know that the old me, I had a preference of people that I do enjoy. And there's people who look like me and the people I grew up with in my neighborhood. I, you just had to be like attracts like, and those are the people that I like, if that makes any sense. Everyone else could go to fucking hell. But now I'm a little bit different. You know, I just, I love everybody. Pick up a little bit, Ling. I, I feel that. I don't want to give my opinion because everything I say comes out the wrong way <laughs> in every way and it's a You sound like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Ebenezer podcast is brought to you by the Light of the Moon candles. Are you feeling stressed? 1000 points of light. <laughs> you know, um nah, it, it, we're not we're not here to to, to be you know, talking about who's racist or whatever. We're just making an observation about some people and how they treat us mainly. Uh, and, and, you know, I... was a great example that, you know what, people just simply are biased from your appearance. From the moment they look at you, they don't see... They, they, just, they just assume. They assume by the, the, the style of pants you have on that you are a, a hoodlum. Or the, the the khakis and the, the button down you are your snob. It, it applies to everyone. There, there could simply be a comment for every everyone in in any situation. And I think that's the problem. We are so quick to cast judgment on people instead of saying, "Hey, how are you? Have a great day." You know, I am all about good morning. Good morning yes. is very important to me. It is. And I greet people all the time, and I don't care if they have an attitude. I do really hope that you have a great day. And it took some people in my employment to understand that I, I'm not mad at you. I'm not trying to fight you. I'm trying to work with you. And when you recognize that we are actually a team and that there's no I in team and that once we work together and, and communicate with each other, we have so much power and we can make so many moves together that all this extra negativity and grumpiness is simply unnecessary. Yep. So I greet everyone as they pass by. You have a great day. 
you know, and I hope that takes them somewhere. And I had one um, one coworker uh, come to me one day and says, you know what, I love seeing you in the morning. You are always so bright and, and your good morning makes my day. And that, that was much appreciated. And that's another thing. People don't say thank you or I appreciate you or I love you. You know, they don't know how to or they don't want to because they may feel that, you know, well, so, that's the thing. It, it has nothing to do with racism. The, the, no, it really, no. it all has to do with self-hatred. And that's yep. where, this is where it's all coming from. It's like people treat each other like shit, not because they're, they're not looking at you like you're black or white or yellow. They just fucking hate themselves and they don't want to see you either. That's what it comes down to. So they're going to they're, they're gonna attach to whatever is the least different, the most different from them and then attack it. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. So, I don't want it. And I know that I simply don't want it. I refuse to receive it. I rebuke it. And you have a good day and I'll keep it moving. Thank you, thank it. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the dirt dog's wife, the dirtiest bitch in the room. Uh, <laughs> my baby. Uh, listen, here we go. Let me get the headphones, man. She about to take so, over the thank show. You. We gotta have thank, you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I love you. Yeah, that was I love great. you, love you. Hey, listen, I don't know if it was Chris Rock or or Dave Chappelle, right? He was making a statement about people being racist and who are the most racist people. And I, he simply said black people because we hate niggas too. With that being said, nigga is not a color, nigga is a behavior and the words of the great styles P. Mm. You know, I don't even know what to say to this. I f and I was just talking to Kunga, like, how, how do we fix this? How do we, we make change and stuff? You know, we, we were talking about, you know, rewriting shit and everything, but this is something that's, if it's not, this is going to be something else. I'm not, I don't, I don't like, the, I don't like your hair. I don't like the way you, you yeah, you're beat it together. It could be, a, it could be clothing. I mean, look, people be, look at the way, look at the way this type of group, wears their pants or their style or whatever i don't like that because now we're going to start judging you for the clothes that you wear and then we're going to start judging you because you have a piercing in your nose and everything like we're not allowed to be i don't know what they want us to be they want us to be in their image and that's why they probably hate us that's why they have tiki torches and they burn crosses and stuff because we're not like them and we're not because you know why because we got fucking culture yo we got soul we got fucking, you know, it's 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 deep. I'm not saying that you know white people don't have any culture. Well, you really don't have your own culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's many things that you us ethnic people are known for. I can't really say what fair-skinned people are known for. You know, what I'm trying to say like, for example, Puerto Ricans or Latinos, coquito, right? Pasteles, right? color people pecan pie right or or maybe sweet potato pie right what could you say about white people granola granola and <laughs> fucking cottage cheese well, the thing is is there's a there's a difference between white people in america and then white people in europe right there's yes a, yes difference because like if you yes. go to europe they do have cultural distinctions among absolutely you know, and that's the thing that people forget is that, yeah. uh, I mean, honestly, even like, even like <clears> half <throat> the shit that Latin Americans, all right, first off, most Latin Americans are really native. They're either, they're, they're a mix between European, native, and African blood. Mm -hmm. right? So 
most of the shit that we cling on to as Latin culture came from Spain. It's European. It's not uh-huh. even ours. It has nothing to do with the natives of this country. So it's, you know, we, this country, this continent, even I'd say, are a, a group of people that have literally forgotten who they are. They don't have any connection to their past, any of them. Even the white people in this country really don't. They, they, they maybe have a little bit more of an understanding. Oh, I'm French. I'm this, I'm that. But French people don't like them. French people don't like Americans. Yeah. Most Europeans hate fucking Americans. I, they identify I, with each other. I think there's a lot of people who don't like Americans. I don't even like Americans. I don't even enjoy living over here because it's so fucking corrupted and, and, and crooked, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a problem that we have here. I have a, a colleague at work. Uh, shout out to Mr. Gay. Um, he's a, a black male, uh, grew up in, in, in Europe. And I asked him the other day, I said, let me ask you a question. I, you know, even the way it's, even the way uh, uh, minorities are portrayed in um, media or in film in Europe and London and stuff like that, I feel like the minorities have some sort of standard. There is some sort of respect. I feel like the the uh, the opposing uh, racist, you, you know, not racist, uh, how can I say? I feel like, well, if we're talking about black and white, right? So I feel like the, the Caucasian people there are more accepting of black people in Europe and London and stuff like that, just based on what I see in a portrayed in movies. And I asked them that, I said, hey, do, do you get treated differently when you're back home? Um, and he said, well, you know, it still goes on, but yes, there is it's more tolerable, we're more accepted from the opposite culture for some reason. And um, I thought that was interesting. I feel like that's a major problem here, but not in other parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's only here. You go to, I mean, Eastern Europe is a little, a little bit different. You know, if you go into Russia and some of the other Eastern European countries, there is a, a, a lot of racism. Um, you got to remember too that like the, the European cultures are a lot older than America, and they have they had a long-standing relationship with Africa long before this country was ever created. So I mean, not to say that there wasn't horrible things that were done. Like the Europeans did horrible things to Africa. You know, they were they genocided Africans for a long time over there. So they're definitely they have their. But there's also a longer, like if you go all the way back to like Rome, the Roman, the Roman Empire was made, it was a multicultural empire. You know, it wasn't just, just Europeans. It was like a lot of different people made up that culture. So there's just, there's more history there, you know? So there's a higher chance of there being more accepting people. It doesn't mean that there aren't still racists anywhere you go. Cause like, honestly, like even if you go into like Africa or if you go into Asia, Asians are racist against each other. Japanese people don't like Chinese people. Fucking Taiwanese. Koreans, yeah. They all all, all fight with each other and shit. And even within China, like there's a, there's like a thousand different cultures. There's there's all these different tribes and they're all killing one another as we speak. So it's like, this is something that human beings do. It's not a white thing, not a black thing. uh, You got Latinos, Puerto Ricans. Some of them don't like Dominicans and Dominicans right. don't like Puerto Ricans and Salvadorians don't like Guatemalans. You know it's what I'm saying? Same shit. It's the same genetic bloodline they all have, but yet they still fight with each other. It's, it's like Irish, Irish and the English. The Irish and the English are genetically the same people. If you do DNA tests on them, they're the same exact people, but they hate each other. 
<laughs> they fucking hate each other, you know. So it doesn't matter where you go. Just at this moment, the 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 hate is on. You know, it's we're seeing we're around a lot of white people, so we're subjected to their hate. But if we were in China or we were in in Tibet or we were in another part of the world, anywhere, you're gonna see the same situation. As human beings will find a reason to hate each other. That's just Absolutely. the way. Always, you know, let me ask you you guys a question. Uh, if you could change one thing or do something different as a president, what be what will be that one thing that you would do? Anything, just anything, yeah. Both of y'all, whoever wants to answer, I I would get rid of the military. Well, how will we defend ourselves? Like, fuck it, take we got to take our punches now. We deserve to get our asses beat. If you go around, if you if you spent your whole life going down, walking up and down your neighborhood, punching your neighbors in the face over and over again, consistently, all the time. And then and then all of a sudden, they all found out that you didn't have weapons anymore to protect yourself. And they all just wanted to go get their punches in. You, you get what you deserve. Yeah, but if we do that, then they're going to take over the country. And then- Oh, we well, might... guess what? This ain't our country. We stole it. We killed all the people that live here. That's true. What I think you... we, have to, we have to be willing to take what we deserve and man up for what we've done. Take responsibility for the actions of the things we've done. <clears throat> And then we can start over. Once that happens, then we can actually start actually being like civil with the rest of the world and, yeah. and learning how to get along. Because until until we get what we deserve, people are going to keep hating us because we just keep dishing it out and we're not getting anything. And we're not getting nobody's getting their just desserts on us. So it's only a matter of time. It's going to happen regardless if we if we do it, like no matter what we do, no matter how much of a big military we create, we're going to get it in the end. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Even if it's this country turning on itself, it's going to happen sooner or later. We're going to get exactly what we, we've been putting out. It's impossible to avoid that. So it's like, if you really want to make amends for the things you've done, like say, for instance, someone who murdered someone, you know, like there have been plenty of people who have murdered other people and then took responsibility for the horrible things they've done and took the punishment they deserved. You know, you have to be willing to, to take what you did and that's where that's where real atonement comes in and really like taking responsibility for your actions until that happens we're just doing the same thing over and over again to different countries we've bombed the shit out of syria iraq uh, libya you know all these fucking countries we we're the only country in the world that's ever nuked someone we nuked the country we yeah. dropped two nuclear weapons on <clears throat> someone we haven't even begun to pay for that yet you know like that's going to come back on us like, we can't just keep acting like, oh, that was them. We can't, we can't take response. No, we're going to end up, we're going to end up getting that. Like, this country is going to end up receiving everything it's given to other people. It's, it's inevitable. So I say, get rid of the military. If, if people want to attack us, they will. But guess what? 100% chance, nobody's going to attack us. Nobody's going to attack us. Because once we're no longer a threat, People aren't going to be worried about us anymore. Like we're the only ones with fucking nuclear weapons that use them. Yet we're telling everybody else they can't have nuclear weapons. Yeah. How the fuck does that make any sense? Yeah. We should be, we should be the ones being sanctioned from having any kind of uh, weapons whatsoever. We are the worst example of of human beings on the planet. We are the evilest country in the world. Mm. Yet we we think we're the best. How the fuck does that work? We've done, we've killed more people through warfare than anyone else. And we're the ones selling weapons to Taiwan, selling weapons to this country. So we're promoting war. So what are we, you know, that's the thing. We're living in the belly of the beast. 
You know, but we live in this idea that we're so great and we're not. We're not. We're shitty. We're a shitty wow. country. <laughs> Dirty, what would you do? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I would probably make health care free and eliminate all student loans, health care and education. Dude, I was going to say that. Now I got to change my fucking answer now. <laughs> I was going to say health care should be free for everyone in the United States, right? It would be if you got rid of the military. There you go. Because if you get rid of the military, that's a trillion dollars a year we put into the military that could go towards, we wouldn't even have to give it for free. We pay for that shit already. That's the problem. This is like this whole idea that we need to socialize uh, healthcare. No, we don't. We already give the government trillions of dollars every year and they use it to kill people instead of helping the people that live here that are starving and that need healthcare. It's total contradiction in the name of security because we keep killing people and making them angry at us. So we have to build a bigger military. Yeah, yeah. It's backwards. I guess I'm going to have to do some unorthodox uh, thinking here. I guess I will probably have to say, if I was president, um, man, if I was president, I definitely will want to take care of the older people somehow, some way, find some funds, put everyone in a good home, you know what I'm saying? Like the old people. Because I feel like we just let our old people just fade away, you know what I'm saying? Just die you know i would probably want to take care of them and then um oh man you took my good one you took my health no man no you're you're definitely going to get the florida vote (laughs) 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 i love that uh yeah um that was it that was just it i guess take care of that and maybe i you know i'm in i'm big into health so you know i'm saying i will have to probably say that i would make it mandatory and mandated that people who are who want to have kids should probably enter a program for a, a couple of weeks to be better parents. You know what I'm saying? Like with that, you'll get a certificate saying that he took all these courses or they took these courses and they're fit to be parents. Because honestly, a lot of people here who have kids are not very fit to have any kids at all. And I think if we had a program like this, that we can raise, we could have a better future if you think about it, because we're raising exceptionally exceptional kids, exceptional, you know, people in the world like these parents are capable to create life and we can have the possibility of these kids being great you know what i'm saying so i think we should have a program like that like a certificate program for like six months whatever how to how to be fucking present how to be fucking good parents yo no that's it's 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 and look I'm a fucking parent and it's hard. <laughs> so I, I need that class. I passed with a 65. I passed with a 65. And nowadays, a 65 is failing. So you need a 70, yo. No. 70 is it's barely <laughs> 70, Yo, if I got a 70 in high school, I was like, yes, it was a good day. You get a 70 now, you better not show that to your parents. My, my daughter knows she get a 70 year don't come home <laughs> she's living in the streets with a 70 <laughs> my, my daughter got an 85 on a chemistry no was it chemistry yeah she, on her chemistry test she was devastated dude i mean crying because she's you know she gets a's and hundreds and stuff and she was just not happy with that at all she was like this brought down my gpa <laughs> she was just not having it yo but um yeah i think i would just do that man you know we need to re- I, I wish you know what i really wish we had a president that um was into self-care like you know like 
meditation and, and, and doing things like that. We, if we were to do that, like a president who was involved and mandated that we all meditated. I mean, yeah, we go to church on Sunday, some people, but we had like a, like a spiritual health self-care program. Yo, dude, we're about to fucking ascend, yo. We, we're we're going to climb that ascension in, in no time, record time, yo. Yo, listen, dude. This, Nobody believes like sending, that shit. It's just like sending your kids to school, man. Everything starts at home. Uh, we can be that president for uh, the people who look up to us most. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we don't have to depend on some random stranger who is in charge of the entire nation, man. What a hard job. It's hard yeah. enough for some of us to control our own home or our own community, let alone, you know, 52 states or however many states there are. So shout out to anybody who's willing to throw their hat in the ring, whether you be black, white, brown, uh, whether you be racist or not. It's still a tough job. Um, you know, <laughs> fuck, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Ooh, hot. What are you doing? I snuffed the candle. Ah, beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Ebuchadnezzar podcast is brought to you by By the Light of the Moon Candles. <laughs> Get your candle fix on. There's three in my shopping cart. For real? Yes. Oh, I someone, someone ordered today. Um, somebody else. I oh, don't know. She's doing, yo, and, and we had a full moon just this past Saturday. Yes, yo, we, we had so many crystals and candles and, and things that had to get uh, charged up by the moon that she took a table upstairs. The table was like probably three feet long by like a foot wide, whatever. And she had it just filled with candles that people order with stones and crystals on top. She took distilled water for moon water up there. Yo, she made like three trips up and down, taking things up and down, yo. You have moon water? Yeah, so basically, <laughs> yeah, moon water. So basically Dream you get water and you charge up the water. She uses it for um, a couple Pasta. of things. Nah, like once in the blue, she'll make like a, a special kind of juice, but other times it's just a drink and just, you know, it's moon water. You hear about the moon water though? There really is water on the moon now. Now? Well, I mean, it's always been there, but now they're admitting to it. There's like whole lakes and shit underground. Is it on the other side of the moon that we can't see? No, it's underground, so you can't see it at all. It's ah. tons and tons of water. I'm, I'm supposed to believe that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about the fucking, there were like three huge UFO sightings in the past week? Yes, uh, I think. And, and I don't know. I don't, did you see the footage on that? I saw a bunch of the footage. Okay, there was one it, last night. There was four, 500 UFOs in, in Kansas City all flying through the sky at the same time. Really? They're probably well, here I, to get I, Trump, yo. <laughs> Pick him up. We're gonna bring it to our planet to fuck it up. Come on, let's go. <laughs> we, we like your work. <laughs> you do good. You do good. We want yeah. you to come to really our country. Our people. <laughs> <laughs> we got special place for you. <laughs> yeah, you can grab their vaginas, but they're on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw the footage of that. I, I didn't know whether to believe it or not because I haven't seen a UFO, and I would love to see a UFO because, I mean, who wouldn't, right? I want to see something that a lot of people don't get to see. And shit. I look at the sky. I look at the sky all the fucking time, yo. I don't see nothing. But um, this has been an awesome election day special. I had put it out there on the podcast that this won't be out till uh, till Friday the thirteenth. Um, <laughs> um, 
but I, I'll put it out and um, I'll, I'll tell, I told you right, I'll be getting back surgery and we'll, we'll try to keep up with the podcast every week. Um, and we'll do it like that. But um, yep, that's how we're going to do it. Hell yeah. I think I might <clears throat> record at the hospital. There you go. Uh, but like, how many ghosts have you seen in this hospital? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how many people died? Yo, I really want to get someone on the show. And I hope someone's listening that knows someone that knows someone that knows someone who knows about ghosts and have they ever seen ghosts or do they work with a ghost? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want like a spooky edition Nebuchadnezzar podcast. I want some shit that's not going to make me sleep for like at least a month. Have you ever had that kind of scare? Like you haven't slept for like a week because you saw something scary or you heard something scary? Bufo. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> uh, I have a, a, an appointment on Friday to see the wizard. Yeah, I'm, I'm 85% sure I'll be joining you. Okay. It's early in the morning, so it's great. If you, could, if you could make it, maybe we can grab some lunch afterwards. Yeah, I got to pick up my gold teeth from Brooklyn, so I bought some fronts. What do you think? This is like 1995 or something? You make the flag. I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making America great again, like Donald Trump. My brother. Are you gonna get, fa- are you gonna get fangs? Oh, like, like no, nah, nah, no fangs. No nah, point. just the side here. I got like three teeth. Uh, okay, I ain't judging because I ain't judging anybody. Please don't, my brother. Nah, I don't. I can't. Careful, the Anunnaki come back. They're gonna take your teeth. Oh, that's right. They can have them. They just straight to your house. They can be like, uh, like a tractor beam coming in through your house. Nah, um, but yeah. So we could. I want to. I want. I want someone to just um, scare the shit out of me. I want to talk to someone that can scare the shit out of me because I only been scared two times my whole entire life. Really? First time I saw Blair Witch Project, the movie. Dude, I, I wanted not, to show that to my kids. I yeah, could yeah. never look at the corner of any apartment that I lived in for like months. Yo, I was just like, oh man, this children should... of the corn for me. Freaked that one me for out real? When I was a kid. Yeah, Mal- I was Malachi a kid. messed you up. <laughs> I don't like him. That was where my judgment on white people came Dream, in from Malachi. Dreamscape. Dreamscape. Oh, that was dope. no brain scan. That was one of my favorite movies. Brain scan. Did you ever see that? It's like I a video game, but it was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Didn't one he of my take over ones. people's minds or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it was like I, I gotta watch it again. But it was like a video game, and he turned out like in the game he was killing people, but he was really doing it in real life. So, so ninety nine, Blair Witch came out. Went to see it with my friend and his girlfriend. Messed me up. I was living with my parents. Couldn't look in the corner of any part of the house. Then, it as was I got recorded with an iPhone, yeah, I. But sh- you say you want to show your kids that, but I would tell them Paranormal Activity, and I would tell you what I did for my kids with Paranormal Activity. There's no credits in the beginning of Paranormal Activity. It just starts off like videotape, right? Yeah, like it's real. Oh, yeah, so I told my kids, I say, listen, this lady, you know, she's at my job, you know, her her neighbor recorded ghosts in her her their apartment. And they put together like a, like a documentary of some sort. So I popped it in. Yo, my daughter thought that shit was fucking real. <laughs> you ever see the fourth kind? Yes, yes, that is good. That's a good one. That's giving me that's a little another bit. Another one that makes it seem like it's real, though. Yes, like- <laughs> that whole thing. Let me tell you something. So I had your daughter on the podcast uh, on Sunday, right? And she mm-hmm. says something that I kind of felt bad, and I have this reputation of doing this to everybody. 
if you ask me to babysit your kids, more than likely the choice of movie we're going to watch is going to be a scary movie. So she had said that we were at your, I don't know how we got in the conversation, I guess about talking about what scares her or something like that. She said, I was at your house and um, we were watching it. I was like, yep, that sounds like she was at my house. That makes sense because I had made uh, Yvette's uh, niece who was like eight years old, maybe seven years old, watch The Ring. She slept over at our house and we're watching Ring. Yo, she did not survive more than five minutes of the movie because when she saw the girl open up the closet and the girl was sitting on the floor, she started crying. She said, <laughs> why does her face look like a pickle? It ain't yeah. been the same since, buddy. Yeah, and it is a classic, yo. It is a classic. And I, as I got older, I remember once upon a time, 2009 or 10, I was on vacation living in this apartment and I had rented a movie called Insidious and everyone was asleep and I decided to watch this movie and I I stopped it halfway. I just couldn't because it was so fucking scary. So I had, I was scared. I was alone. I wasn't alone, but I was alone in the living room. Lights were off. Everyone was sleeping. And I'm watching Insidious. I'm like, holy shit, this movie's fucking scary, yo. Turned it off. That's the second time. Third time. Kungo, you might you might know about this. I was playing a, a three Xbox 360 game. Party was out for the PlayStation as well. It was called Alan Wake. Alan Wake is about a, a detective that has to solve a crime in a forest or something, right? So you have a flashlight and maybe limited ammunition on a gun. I don't even think he has a gun there's this entity that comes around and you know he's around because there's some static that happens, like some weirdness. And the only way to get rid of him is you flash the flashlight on him. I stopped playing that game after like two hours. Like, nope, can't do it. Sorry. (laughs) Devil's Rejects. That's a good one. Rob Zombie is a good director. I just put my kids on to Saw this week and they wanted to watch a scary movie. We tried to watch Friday the 13th. That didn't really work out. Nah. So I said, let's watch Saw. So we watched Saw. We got that. We got the cut. Too much titties and shit, man. Uh, Those those 80s uh, horror movies? Yeah, like Friday the 13th, you catch them fucking and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were definitely trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Porkies. Oh, wow. Remember that? Um, <laughs> my um, my family in, in this house, we are definitely a family of horror movies. Basically, we will look for a horror movie before we look for a comedy, adventure, action, whatever. And they don't make horror movies like they used to. You know, I saw myself watching Night um, uh, Night of the Demons, I think it was called. Yeah. Where these kids go to a house for Halloween and 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 they get they get possessed and they fucking die or whatever, but that's a good one, you know what I'm saying? But they don't make. I, I watch modern day horror movies and it's just like, eh, they don't do it for me. There's no, there's no just fucking turn on the news. I know, right? <laughs> turn on the news right now for election. Yeah, uh, fucking horror movie. Post election or whatever. <laughs> people think that yo going back to election. People think that we're gonna have a winner today. Unless it's a fucking landslide, it's the only way you're gonna know that. Oh yeah, for sure that 
such and yeah, such well, how is this going to work? Because Unless I was told that people meteorites come out of the sky at the same time and hit both of them in the head and kill them. There's not going to be a winner. Nah. <laughs> yeah, man, listen, there man. Is, and then they were talking about the mail-in ballots, right? Like today it had to be postmarked. What about all of those mail-in ballots? When are they going to count that? Yeah, exactly. Listen, so how this is, really un, this is not unheard of. I mean, think about it back in the days before we had all this technology. You didn't know the winner until like it was March. You know what I'm Listen, saying? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't mean to burst nobody's bubble here, but uh, the dirt dog is gonna go out on a limb and say that Donald Trump is gonna regain his candidacy this this election. Yeah, you think? I'm I'm yeah. kind of bored of this season already. I'm just hoping to change it up a little bit. I'm looking forward to this finale that we have here, but I'm really tired of this show already. It's been great. I mean, my wife hates when I say it, you know, because it makes her nauseous and unhappy. But um. I'm the kind of guy that watches CNN for five minutes, wait for a commercial, and I run onto Fox to see what they got to say. Yeah. You know, I can pay, I can play both sides of the fence about things. As you said, but as I, you said, I, I don't want to hear stupidity um, coming from him that doesn't make any sense. Like he thinks that he made things so great, things were kind of lined up for him to be great. You know, what I'm saying he's not. I mean, he definitely did some great things. You know, what I'm saying, but I'm just tired of. Everything else he stands for is kind of kind of boring and whack, and it was cute for a little bit, but yeah, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah, it's all bullshit anyway. It is, and I, we need to change the channel now. We need May the best man win. Uh, Word. We need Word. to find men then. <laughs> there ain't no men running. We got a fucking yeah. zombie and a fucking uh, a, an orange, you know, whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what I want to end it like this. Um, what do you think your prediction is? Um, I mean, it won't be aired till next week on Friday, but what do you think your predictions for tonight will be? For me, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is gonna win 60 40. 60 40. Wow. wow, you got him like that. That's like a landslide right there, if you ask me. Yeah, that's Donald Trump 60 40. All right, but so do you think there's going to be a civil war after this election? Um, not coming from the Biden supporters. I think that if Trump was to lose, definitely there's going to be some type of um, unsettled, you know, bullshit happening um, because he didn't win. And with that, it's going to carry over to politics and Trump is going to have lawyers. And now, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, this is not going to go easy with a lot of people. But if if Trump wins, I don't see anybody doing a, a rioting and shit like that. They've been rioting the whole time, though. Nah, they're not, not, not tonight. I don't think that... I think we're going to take it to the chin and just call it a day, yeah. I mean, are, are we tired of trying to, like, fight for shit? Like, this fucking clown over here, yo? Like, I feel like no matter what we do with this guy, yo, we can never fucking make things stick. He's had over a hundred different type of fucking scandal bullshit from stormy to the the military and 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 fucking making fun of people and grabbing them by the pussy and calling countries shit fucking shitholes and dude like we, nothing's done you know taxes and 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 um what's the impeachment yo <laughs> doesn't <laughs> fucking matter yo this dude is like Teflon, uh, what's the other guy? Teflon Don, the, the fucking Gotti guy. This is Teflon Trump, yo. Nothing sticks to this guy. You could have video footage 
Like you could have on a cop and it doesn't even fucking put the cop in jail. Yo, it's like, well, he resisted. How can you tell? He was he was dead. <laughs> How could you tell? The fucking guy was dead, yo. But my so perspective, man. I I I want Biden to win just for the sake of changing this this temperature of shit that we have. Yeah. But I think that what will happen, Biden will win, and then Nancy Pelosi will take him out, and then we'll have Kamala as the the president. Yeah. That's what I predict. <laughs> See how I do it like this, like some kind of shit, like a like a movie, like oh my god, and Nancy Pelosi took him out, and now we have Kamala as president. Why not a a, a, a woman of color as a president? Shit, nailed it. Fucking killed it, yo. Let's see what happens, man. What about you, Congo? I don't know, man. It's, it seems to me like, like I said before, you know, they're gonna they're gonna pick whoever's gonna cause the most drama. You know, so whoever whoever's gonna create the most distraction is gonna be the one that wins. So Donald they feel Trump. like they feel shout like out to Donald maybe, Trump. Maybe not though. Maybe not. I mean, maybe Biden will get the Trump people so riled up that that'll be a bigger distraction than putting keeping Trump in. You know, who knows? But you know, I, at the end of the day. What's really going to happen is whoever becomes president, we're going to war with China. That's 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 the that's the end. That's the end of Yo, all. I, I, look, at, I'm an American. I love my I love my freedom. I love my life. But if we do that with China, yo, it's going to be the end of the United States, yo. That's all I'm going to say because it's not we're not even into a military war. These motherfuckers are fucking. It's going to be a cyber war, yo. They're going to shut... You know how easy it is to hack the grid system in our fucking country, yo? They're going to shut shit down. Literally, they're going to shut shit down, yo. Because they do that in their country, yo. They could shut the internet down. They could shut everything down. They're going to shut this whole fucking country. We're going to be pitch black and dark. (laughs) Fighting what? We can't even fucking see what we're fighting. We don't know what the fuck is coming at us, yo. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be one war that they're not going to win at all yeah um, i don't think so that's just my opinion i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i only have a little bit of a college education that's all i gotta say three credits bmcc three credits in three years <laughs> True story. ladies and gentlemen 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 we are coming in hot for another episode of the epic and as a podcast i'm one half your host the dirt dog aka the phantom of the caca Phantom of the Kaka. My man, my man, my fellow, my brother. I'm another mother. Absolute I am. And we are here rocking with Kunga today, who blessed us. Yama, 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 yama. And this has been a dope-ass episode. I have to say, it was dope, yo. And I I wanted this election special um, just to have under our belt to talk our shit and we probably gonna get some type of feedback on this guarantee I can tell you because there was a lot of stuff said today and um, again our opinions is just our own um, we don't promote it some of them are just jokes so fucking calm down you fucking sensitive fucking crazy ass <laughs> fucking stupid fucking what do they call them again snowflakes <laughs> fucking snowflakes can't snowflakes. say anything in here yeah so they call them. They're, they're snowflakes because they all think they're special and they fucking melt as soon as something happens you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? that said uh, <laughs> yeah i hope you guys enjoyed 